All right, and welcome to Now This Is Podcasting. I'm Connor, and I'm here as always with Calvin. Hey, thanks for having me. We have Katya on again. Hello. And we are going to talk about everything, everywhere, all at once. This is kind of unique That's for That's a us. movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not having a literal conversation about that. We're talking about the film. Um, this is kind of unique for us because we were... I, I'm so happy that we got to be a part of like the limited release of this film. It was kind of hard to track down a ticket for it. Uh, but then it's going to have its theatrical release uh, later on this month. And so we are going to do our first ever spoiler-free review. Just a quick uh, rundown of what this film is. And then... Uh, later on, we want to do a deeper dive once this has been out and more people have digested it and experienced it, and then we'll give more of our thoughts on it. So, Calvin, do you want to give us a, a quick rundown? What is this movie about? So, the this movie is actually fairly simple. It's the story of uh, an immigrant Chinese uh, mother and wife with uh, a failing uh, laundromat who is in the throes of probably the lowest moment of her entire life. Uh, everything is crumbling around her and she is presented with the the opportunity to uh, save the world through the multiverse utilizing these other versions of herself these idealized versions where she's good at things and is successful um, and how by utilizing all of these things she comes to real comes to terms with who she is in this here and now this version of herself and it's such a simple story layered on with this ridiculous surrealism that it you could strip away all of the um, all of the fancy dressing and the and the center part of it is so so well constructed and then you have these things built on top that just make it such a wild fun ride. Right. It, it really is one of the best movies I've ever seen. No, I I agree with you. I I have nothing but glowing things to say about this film it's uh directed by the daniels that's daniel kwan and daniel scheinert scheinert okay thanks for thanks for rescuing me from that one <laughs> um but yeah so they had done a swiss army man before which is i think they're i think the one that they're known the mess for and you told me this they've done a slew of music videos mm-hmm. i was uh i was going through like their filmography a little bit it's just i mean they've done stuff for like childish gambino and uh they did a what turn down for what they did the turn down for what music video yeah. and when i watched this trailer and then found out that they directed that i instantly i was like oh of course i can totally see it it's it's that same brand of surrealism right and I think part of, like you said, it's such a big adventure and it's it's a big spectacle to me. And it's it's all done on like a $25 million budget. I, I think once you go and see this and you see everything that's happening, it's hard to believe that all at once, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have Everywhere. crappy puns this whole, <laughs> this whole episode. But it's kind of amazing to me how many different things they pulled off on what I assumed was a much bigger budget than this. I think that's kind of amazing. But let's move on into uh, what's our first impression of this. Katya, what did you think of this film? Yeah, along the lines of fun ride, uh, total roller coaster. I did not expect to laugh so much. I thought it was going to be much more of an action heavy, and it does have a lot of action. But yeah, there was just so many nice real moments in the movie that it kept it all fairly digestible and understandable and made everything else just kind of, yeah, hit you as hilarious. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Calvin, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I would say that my first takeaway of this is um, that this is a modern folktale. This is that idea of us as millennials being able to see all of the different versions that we could have made uh, been um, with the choices that we could have made and how we come to terms with the fact that 
we missed out on some things that we could have been. There's another version of my life where I could have actually been a filmmaker. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like maybe that's idealized. Maybe that's the point of why this movie resonates so much is the fact that you can see better versions of yourself. You thought you had potential. And so this this feels very much like the wisdom of today like you have to you have to figure out how you are okay with what you are right now um it's such a universal concept and so even though that it's it's crazy and wild like it's it's an allegory or it's an analogy for how our minds work we're constantly thinking about how what we could have been and uh, other versions of ourselves so there's never a moment where you're lost despite the fact that it is cutting like crazy between worlds and timelines and animation styles. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's like it seems pretty heady conceptually, but I think I think what you're saying is like it also feels intuitive. Like we go through yeah. this experience on our day to day life. Like how would my life have turned out if I made a different decision here? And it's it doesn't feel like an exposition dump or this long elaboration on what is happening. It, it does. It feels intuitive. It feels like something that is known to the viewer. Yeah. And especially because one of the the uh, temptations is to see one of those other worlds and get caught up in it. And uh, but if you do that, like your mind will explode. And I think that's so interesting because, I mean, I've mentioned before on other on other podcasts, um, this idea of like not wanting to watch too much TV because a lot of times it makes me focus more so much on my desires. Like I want idealized versions. And when you like swim in your desires, you need to con- continually feed that beast and you can never live it really does hurt you so coming to terms with who you are is so much healthier and i think you will have higher uh life satisfaction if you do and that's why i think of this as a folktale right or or just a a how to deal with fomo literally (laughs) literally. how to get past it i use too many words to come up to to say an acronym it's a very dramatic version of what do you do when you don't want to go to the party, but something really cool happens? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah, no, that's a much better way of, of, of putting it. Yeah, FOMO is the folk wisdom of today. That's yeah, great. it really is, though. That's yeah. a, such a succinct way to put it. Um, I have two hot takes. This is the best film of 2022, and it is the greatest blend of genres I've ever seen on screen before. That is my, that, that's my first impression of this. It's a story about these, like, Heartfelt family moments. It's a has sci-fi spectacle in it. It's a kung fu movie. It has surreal locations, and it somehow puts all of those together in what I, I genuinely think is like a transcendent film. I've never seen anything like this, and I don't even know how conceptually you come up with a story like this, let alone execute it in what I think is nearly a perfect way. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I have nothing but great things to say about this film. Yeah, the tone changes are almost impossible to do what they did. To go from, I mean, you said it uh, that you were virtually on t- uh, on the verge of tears the whole movie, and you couldn't tell if it was from laughing or crying. You're so right, because it was amazing to me. It wasn't even from scene to scene. It was like within a scene mm-hmm. to, to feel such an emotional draw between like a mother and a daughter or a, a husband and wife, and then to juxtapose that with just some absolute silly visuals. It yeah. had me all over the place, but it I was never lost in this movie. And I just think it's, like I said, it's, i maybe I'm blowing it up a little bit. And I've only seen it once, but I cannot wait to see it again and talk about it more uh, when we do a deeper dive. But uh, like I said, I, this transcended to me. I've never seen anything like this. It's one of the best films I've, I've ever experienced. So with all of that said, was there anything wrong with the movie? <laughs> now, now that I've gushed about it so much, let me pick out some of the flaws I had. 
Uh, like I said, I think it's nearly perfectly executed. I have a little trouble with how the end is put together. It felt like it it ramped up to this just uh, one of the best climaxes I'd ever seen. And I feel like it kind of ebbs and flows out of um, these peaks and valleys. And I feel like there's a way to construct that end to where you can carry that momentum throughout the entire finale. And then you can come to this great resolution with these characters. I feel like it still achieves that. I just felt like there was a... It, there was a little bit of the wind let out of this movie. Like it got, it got the air knocked out of it a little bit by kind of oscillating between emotional highs and, and a score building and these, uh, uh, it was more visually spectacular in some portions and then it was toned down in other ones. And I would have liked it to stay more consistent through the end. That would be my only knock against this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have too many problems with it. I think the only thing that you could argue would be at some points, even though it is comprehensible, it did get a little bit overwhelming with all that was going on. Then they did throw in some quieter, just simple scenes that gave you a little bit of a break. Um, I might have wanted another break, but I don't know for sure. Yet or maybe how some earplugs. <laughs> yeah, or earplugs. But um, yeah, that would be my only thing. I think that's a valid way to look at it. It's like yeah. it's this movie has been so much already. So maybe to break up the ending in a way that like, it kind of feeds it to you more piecemeal instead of having to just soak up so much all yeah. at once. I can understand that. I just think it crescendoed yeah. in a way that I would have liked it to to end off, you know, on, on the the highest note it could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just throughout the whole movie, it was all. Oh know, yeah, a lot. <laughs> it was all everything everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> all at once. Stop, <laughs> dude. I on purpose. Uh, made sure I never wrote a note that was like this movie truly is everything everywhere all at once because <laughs> it's too cliche and it, it sounds it. stupid yeah it does and here you are I know making the puns yeah because it's great because I keep getting I keep getting these eye rolls out of you that's why I'm doing it I know they're bad jokes yeah. um, but what are what are your flaws with this I don't know if I have any flaws um, I didn't feel I've heard some people say that because this is a two and a half hour movie that it felt like there was um, a bit of a um, a bit of a slog in the middle of the film, and I didn't, I didn't, I never felt it. I didn't experience that at all. Um, but I, I went into this movie and uh, I didn't even, I'd stopped drinking caffeine like hours ago, so it wasn't even like I was, I was being propped up by a stimulant. This, this movie is just that engaging. The, I, I would say that the thing about me, like if you go and listen to our review on uh, Drive My Car when that comes out, you probably see why this is not going to be the greatest movie I've ever seen um, because I have a very I have a very philosophical approach to my ideal cinematic ex- uh, experience and while I feel like there is so much humanness uh, displayed here it's not one of those movies where I think I'm going to go back a second time and wa- and get a lot more out of it I might notice a few more jokes or I might uh, understand the structure of it a little bit better. But I don't think it's one of those ones where I'm going to come away with any greater realization about life and uh, um, these characters or anything like that. I think it's all right there. I think that they put everything in a single viewing. And that is crazy because there's so much going on. Um, but that's pretty much my only knock. Um, two and a half hours of incredibly... I mean, I, I mean, Marvel movies are way too long because they're stupid. There's so much filler in them. <laughs> yeah. There doesn't feel like there's a single filler anywhere in this and it's two and a half hours long. No, I, I definitely didn't walk away from this being like, yeah, you could probably cut part of this out. No. Yeah. There was, nothing was gratuitous. Nothing was 
yeah, nothing felt stale. It all felt like it was cohesive and it all needed to be in the story. I never, I never thought for a minute, like, yeah, he can take that part out. I mm-hmm. loved all of it. Oh, but yeah, I think we're getting ready to wrap this one up. I just want to say it was really great to sit down and be able to watch this. I think for Calvin and I, this was one of our most anticipated movies of the year. I don't even say this year. Like, we've been anticipating this for since last year. Yeah, it, we, and I think we've come to terms that we're just uh, A24 shills. And we'll just watch anything they put out. And and this was one I really looked forward to. I think this and The Northman are two that I was very excited to see and to be able to catch this before its theatrical release. I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's get into final thoughts uh, out of uh, a scale of one to 10 googly eyes. What do you guys give this one? Yeah, um, I'll give it an eight out of 10 googly eyes. I, yeah, I loved it pretty much every minute of it and yeah i left not thinking it was a two and a half hours it felt very well put together right yeah yeah what they did is almost from a just from a technical standpoint to use the elements that they did to change the tone and atmosphere of the film is almost it's almost impossible to not uh go down the the route of melodrama or corniness to walk that line of genuine humor and genuine affection is incredible i struggle with like how difficult that is and yet how simple the concept is it's great execution but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's a 9.6 it's so good i was hoping to shock you with my score i now need to change it um, <laughs> so uh, i realized watching this i have my own internal rating system we record in this like studio and i have movie posters everywhere and we saw Lamb not too long ago, and I was like, I need to have a poster for that. I love this movie. I bought a poster for Everything Everywhere All at Once the night we got back from the theater. And, and I that can't was impossible. For... You can't you can't even buy the tickets for. An I know, right? <laughs> it's it's coming from somewhere in China, but it, I will get it eventually. Um, I'm gonna use a decimal, but I have to I have to rate this so high. That I need to see it one more time to make sure. But this is a, a nine point seven. A nine point seven, man, that breaks your your. Your low score streak. Yes. You've been so critical the last few I know. Weeks. And I've talked about Interstellar and how that movie just gripped me and I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. This is the movie that I think can only go up and I think will, on another viewing, knock Interstellar off. Like I said, I think this is transcendent filmmaking. Wow. And nothing like this is... I've never seen anything like this before. And uh, I can do nothing but gush about it and I'm excited for us all to watch it again and then kind of give a more in-depth review but for this I think it's a great like keep it spoiler free let other people experience this like phenomenon I think so uh thanks for being on Katya Mm, and as always thanks for being on Calvin and uh, we're gonna wrap this one up uh you can find our podcast on any platform like Spotify or Apple Music we also upload all these to YouTube so go ahead and leave a comment tell us what we're doing well tell us what we're doing wrong and uh, go ahead and leave suggestions for movies we can review in the future and with that thank you for listening to now this is podcasting